Today I am interviewing Rose Pillard. She is the team leader where I am her assistant, right hand, other brain, and such. Um, she is a huge inspiration to me, and she has helped me launch in my professional matter, and she has helped me as well with mental health. And we just are very open with each other. We have a great relationship, and I love and admire her a lot. So here we go, Rose Pillard from the Pillard team here in Weston. So. Rose, give a quick intro about yourself. Well, I am a hailing New Jersey lady who brought her two babies down from the Northeast with my husband in tow, married 35 fantastic years, working with my husband now for 21 years in South Florida in real estate, and recently brought my son Cody on board to continue the real estate legacy. So, so Rose, I wanted to interview you today in regards to real estate. You've been in the business for 35 years and you've been so successful and it's amazing. When I joined this team, I was just like, wow, you know, I've been to this too, but you as the, on a smaller scale level of team, not on these large, larger teams that I've been on, your numbers are impressive. Your work is impressive and everything you have done so far, and especially being so involved in the community. What are some tips for someone probably starting new in the real estate industry that may offer kids? Well, thank you for those beautiful compliments, <laughs> by the way. And I really love you as well. And I'm so glad I'm inspiring you and not only in the mental health area or but it's with parenting and in work atmosphere as well. I would say that you need to follow your passion. I kind of fell into real estate at the tender age of 25. I was lucky to have a husband that I was married to who was able to support me financially for the first few months because it is hard to get started. However, I took off like a bat out of hell and I was listing properties very quickly, rookie of the year up in New Jersey at working for Weikert Realtors. But what I would say is you need to go to work. You need to have time in the office. This is not a part-time job. You need to have schedules. In fact, over the years, I found that the best thing that I ever did was get systems in place and hire, as soon as I started making money, I hired another person to delegate to because I need to do the high quality things and not the low administrative things. That doesn't pay for me to do the paperwork. It doesn't pay for me to fill out the listing preparation, that type of thing. That's for somebody else, somebody else's eye. I'll check it over, but in the end, that freed me up to do what I do best, which is selling. So tell me, how have you grown from day zero working in real estate, professionally and personally, so now where you are, how have you done that work? Wow, that's a big question. Well, I would say because I started so young and I was such a little baby back then, I started a little slower. You know, I was learning. The whole thing with real estate is you have to continue to learn. You have to pivot with the changes. In fact, here we are doing a podcast, which is something 10 years ago nobody was doing. So I think that by embracing the challenges out there, I listen to a lot of inspirational people, podcasts, read books, that type of thing. That helps me have a forward-looking type of mentality, but grown professionally exponentially. I was a single agent when I worked in New Jersey. When I came to South Florida in 2001, my husband joined the team. Of course, I didn't want him to, but worked out because we're very different and we handle different parts of the real estate industry. So I'm more procuring and marketing and that type of thing, whereas my husband is more contract to closing. So we put our uh, the things we do best together and by building a rock star team, not only of admin, listing coordination, marketing, PR, that type of thing, transaction coordination, putting all the right people into the business has made us grow to a really a, to rock stars in particular in Weston and Broward County, Florida. Yeah, I mean, 
me being with you within two years, the growth that I've also seen in you has been exponentially. And, you know, we're always having our, our little small talks here and there. And I see you two years ago. I remember we were just having our little moment. And it was just like, we learned from it. And now you see us in this quarter, in 2023, in the fourth quarter. I'm like, I'm like amazed. Like last year was like, it got really slow. Yep. Fourth quarter last year. Yeah. And now we're in the fourth quarter this year. And it's just like, well, it's called, we, we have to, we got to have our systems and everything in place a lot better. It's all about health. pivoting and kind of to what you were saying, I didn't go into the, the emotional side of real estate and how I've changed in the last several years. And I really think that COVID played a massive part in that. I mean, I had a lot of time at home. I was in a total full panic as I dropped nine listings in less than one month. I didn't know how I was going to pay my bills. I didn't know how I was going to pay my staff. And without help from our government with the uh, PPP programs, I was able to keep them on staff, which enabled me to continue doing what I do is helping people buy and sell homes, which is something that is necessary and people never stop moving. So I love what I do. I love when I help people. Yeah. Lots of personalities, pretty good at handling. Mm -hmm. I think because of all the personal work I have done, the fact that I've raised children, the fact that I am in contact with lots of different personalities, and that I've learned the power of pause. That's something kind of new, because I am a little fiery. It's actually probably one of the best parts of my personality. My husband may not agree, but I do know it. If it's effective in business. I'm a no BS type of person. I'm quite direct, authentic, mm -hmm. and you know, if you don't like that type of person, you might not want to work with me, but I do have a very good heart, and I just want to make you happy, my client, for life, and do the most professional, best job that I can. In fact, sometimes I can't sleep at night because I'm trying to figure out how to sell your home. Yeah, I hear you. I mean, there's times that I actually dream about work and all the listings that we have going on. Oh, I'm like, oh, God. Or I have shower thoughts, too. Best thoughts come in the shower while I'm showering. But like you, like, when do your best thoughts come about? Oh, God. I think I get my best work done in the early mornings when I get up and it's kind of quiet in the house. And, you know, like, it's just like the mental health. We were talking about, like, avoidment, attachment, anxious attachment, all that stuff. And it's crazy, like, how sometimes, like, those little things, like, really factor into our lives and how we work, run business. I mean, I know whenever you're having your sporadic moments of, like, creativity is because there's something going on in your head. And you're just, like, trying to have a distraction to keep your mind away from it. Tell me, like, because I feel like I cope. I do a lot of coping and things, like, similar to you. And I see a lot of similarities between you and I. Yeah, well, when I first met you, I knew that you were a match. I could feel your energy. I mean, I'm very intuitive on energy in a room and reading people. And just, I don't know what it is. I just get this vibe from people, but I've kind of tuned into that ability that I have. But it also helps a lot with working with, like I said before, different types of personalities and assessing how I need to approach the situation or the issue or the problem with the client based on how they're looking at things and how to take it down a notch you know, really pause. Like I said, that's something I learned very recently because I was not a pauser, but through my <laughs> mental health search, yeah. I realized, wow, that is my magic weapon. Like, hey, let's talk about that tomorrow. Why don't you sleep on that? Because yeah. I don't want people making decisions in anger. Mm -hmm. And I find that that happens not only in my professional world with real estate and, you know, I'm not going to take that price. It's not enough. I also see it in my personal relationships with people that when you're hot or triggered, and under the gun, it's probably better to get out of Dodge 
end that conversation, put up that boundary and make, let's all talk tomorrow when we've all quieted down and yeah. we're more calm. So I have brought my mental health research into my job as well as, as a mother, as a wife and as a realtor. Yeah. So I like how you use pause. Pause for me is a way to get information out of people so I can get to where I want to know what I want to know. So like when I'm having a conversation with someone, I used to be very like, Oh my God, it's done. Like I will talk and then y'all keep on like hyping, like hyping. answering the question before. Yeah. You let them answer so the question. I used to get really into like, answering the question before they even answer the question themselves. Well, that's because you're a fixer and a people pleaser, Lesia, just like I am. Yeah. But we're going to end that now, aren't we, girlfriend? <laughs> I mean, it's been ending. It's been a, a year-long journey from last year to, like, now. I see myself and I'm like, what the hell? Like, who am I? But I love it. So my way of pause is I pause to get the information that I want from someone. So someone, I ask them a question, they answer, but I know there's more to that answer. I just shut up. Well, I'm like, see if you shut the up <laughs> and wait for them to get to the point where you want to know. And yeah, or continue asking the right questions until you, you need. Well, from it's, it's funny that you say that because I've done a lot of work on myself and what you're describing is actually called mentalization, which I've been working on. It works. In fact, all you have to do is turn into Columbo. Now, I don't know if any of you know who Columbo is. You're probably too young, but for the older people listening, what you do is when somebody tells you something, you need to pry and probe, asking simple questions, keeping them talking, because the more questions you ask without judgment, without an argument, without defense, without asking for an explanation, let them divulge the information on their own terms, yeah. and you'll be surprised what kind of information you find out by remaining calm and not fixing or rescuing, because I have been the queen of that. I mean, I'm still working on that, you know, mothering or fixing or people pleasing. I mean, I still do it to a, a certain extent, degree, but gotten better. I see it myself. Um, I see it with you too. I mean, we're very similar, like I stated. And you used to like always want to fix everything, but now you're like, you know what? Person take care of it and fix it with whoever needs to do. Like sometimes, like I, there's certain things I'm working on with you, and you're like, let's yeah, and it's not. I'm like. Rose, leave me alone. I got it. Finishing it up. And you then step in and you fix it. And I'm like, Rose, like, let me have my moment. <laughs> so, well, the word that we use, I'm not going to say it. Yes, we won't say that word. Anyway. Or code word. I think what you're yeah. talking about here is, uh, and I know you, we're very similar as far as the perfection gene comes oh, in, God. where it's not good enough. It needs more help. It needs more time. Well, you know what? Guess what? Let's get it out there. If it's a total bomb, we can delete it. Let's no. just start over. I'd rather get it out there get it done, move on and work on new content and work yeah. on new projects. But yeah. you know, it doesn't always have to be perfect. You know, progress is better than perfect. Like someone shared with me a while back and it was a really good quote that I liked and they shared with me this post. It said, so the other day, like not the other day, but like weeks ago, I had a friend of mine share with me and it was a really good post. And it's, because I'm always like overthinking things because I'm like the queen of overthinking. Really? Oh my God. You wouldn't notice, right? Never. Never. And it was, you know, they were talking to me about how, let's yeah, just put stuff out there, you know, just get it out there. Just don't, don't be such a perfectionist and overthinking. It just is more to put quantity than over quality. As you progress and get better, then you can 
updating the quality of all the quantity that you're putting out there so that's something like i'm trying to i'm using for myself and also within the business like rose let's get stuff out there let's get business let's get listings let's get leads we're working hard i mean we've been non-stop since i got back from disney in september i mean you know we've been like Oh my God! It's just like well, you are you are like a part of my body, you know. You are definitely an appendage. (laughs) You quite possibly could be my neck, directing my head around. Yeah, seriously. So, so Rose, you and I were creative, and you were like super creative, and you're like a huge influence in my creative process and thinking. And you have been like literally the one person that has given me the opportunity to be creative. I remember I've worked in different teams in the past. And they've always told me, oh, I don't like how you do marketing. I don't like your creativity. It's, it's, you know, that's not your thing. It's not your niche. And then I'm like, I love being creative. I never thought I was a creative person because I had so many people talk down to me and really hurt me in that aspect. And then now I'm like, full-fledged forward creative. And thanks to you for Aww. believing in me and pulling that out of me. So talk about your creativity process. Like, what is going on in that mind? Because God bless. Oh, God. <laughs> But I just wanted to tell you, I pride myself in finding the potential in people. And I knew when I met you, I said, wow, that girl, she's got it. She's smart. She's creative. You're very hardworking. I mean, a lot of the things I see in myself, I saw in you. Yeah. That's why I think we get along so great. But I think that the reason those other people said that to you is they're in an old scarcity mindset. They don't know how important it is to change and pivot, especially in this industry. Like here we are right now doing a podcast. I've been doing reels. These are not things I wanted to do. Looking at the camera, I don't like the way my eyes look. I, <laughs> my mouth moves funny. Lesiette's laughing because she knows it's true. But yet I am still doing it. I am pivoting. I am embracing technology. I'm embracing AI. And like even creativity wise, like the AI is like oh a, my a God. game changer today. So- I love AI. Yeah, yeah, it definitely helps your job become a little bit easier. So, But creativity in AI in particular would be that you could actually just ask a question and yeah. it can do all the research for you. Of course, you have to fact check. Oh, definitely. I mean, AI is a very powerful tool. You know, there's people that say that they're scared that AI is going to take over jobs. It's like, no, I think if you don't adapt and overcome into the AI powerhouse that it is right now, and learn how to use it, then you're going to be out of a job because now that people, I feel like they're going to start hiring people that have experience using AI, knowing how to talk to it. Correct. I mean, I'm going to laugh right now because I, I talk better to AI than I talk to most people in my, like real people. Is it because we have a language issue going on here? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I communicate better with AI, asking it the right questions a lot better than I, I do with like actual humans. I don't know why, but whatever. It is what it is. I mean, I guess I'm better to computer. I guess because it doesn't talk back to me. That's probably what it is. So, I'm guessing. So I feel like right now we have to really embrace AI and use it to our benefit. So we got to make sure that my, my theory is we got to learn to use it to our benefit so we can maximize our productivity and our time to be in order to focus on different parts of the business. Correct. So like, again, like you and I, we will write up property descriptions and it will take us a longer time to come up with it. Now it's just like, hey, write me this and describe it to AI what you want to write and it does it for you and it's beautiful. Well, that's yeah. a great way to use it as well as talking points. I've been on a lot of panels lately mm-hmm. and I'm asking, hey, hey, AI, what kind of things are sellers looking for me to talk about in my reels? And guess what? Here no. you go. There's a list of 25 
prompts for real. So I didn't have to do the research. Now, yeah. of course, I have to do the content. Yeah. And I'm the one that's got the expertise in my mm -hmm. brain that can never be replaced by automatic or yeah. artificial intelligence. But I really think that they're still going to need us, but it's going to get rid of some of those non-necessary jobs, the stuff, the day-to-day kind of mundane type of stuff. Oh, yeah. So that there's more time for creativity and content. I mean, it, I feel like after we have acquired like working with AI, you and I have become a lot more creative and we've been having more time to think about the creativities and things that we want to work on instead of spending time on the little mundane tasks, like you said, because those mundane tasks sometimes like take so much of our brain power to like finish it off that we get bored and then it's like our creativity is off the window. And it's like me with my ADHD, like I get really bored with like little, you know, little menial jobs that don't, shouldn't require so much of my attention. I'll have AI just do it for me because it's a lot quicker and easier. Like, I'm creative in like more of a marketing aspect, but not writing aspect. I'm not a I'm not a good writer, honestly. My niche, uh, my writing is horrible. I, I pretty much struggle in that um, realm of marketing. So I use AI to write for me, us as well. And again, uh, we yeah. just fact check it and yeah. make sure the grammar's okay and those type yeah. of things. So I actually excel in that area. Yeah. But Hey, it's great writer. to put my, my blogs in there and see how it can bruise it up, yeah. add some facts, add some graphs and whatnot. It can do all that for me, yeah. which makes my job so much easier. I mean, now Canva came out with AI built in and it's been like the coolest thing. I've been playing around with it, not like 100%, I'll say 50-50. And it's amazing. There's so many different AI features out there and, and functions that we can use. So, yeah. So let's see what the future holds for us with this AI I know, rampage. <laughs> so yeah, so to end, thank you for joining me today. Welcome. For this fabulous lunch at the Cheese Corps. You are welcome. <laughs> and we're going to continue filming our reels for the day. Yep, back to work, And content everybody. creation. That's like our powerhouse. And yeah, thank you. And stay uniquely you. Mm -hmm. <laughs>